God. I thank God for the times that he's brought here. And yes, there's usually someone here till morning hours. I tell you what, what an absolute blessing that is. And come here, come sit here. What an absolute blessing that is that God says, I want you to just set and soak in me. And I'm just, honestly, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for those times that we have. So for some, and whatever, I'm not saying that I want to be done early. I'm just saying we do usually go late. So if it's done early tonight, huh? What? There is no agenda. Absolutely not. Yeah. So Mary's here and she's going to share some stuff on the eve of Passover. Well, the gentleman just did a very excellent job. He pretty well covered it already, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yes. So, no, he said it very well. And that was just the same thing that I was going to share. Um, I took some notes from Chuck Pierce's book. Um, Oh, what is it, Anne? A time to advance. Uh, time to advance. Yeah, time to advance. <laughs> oh, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm around. <laughs> okay. But I took some notes from that book, and if you haven't read that, A Time to Advance, it's one of those books that I've had for years, and I keep rereading it and rereading it because it's a lot of revelation. It's a lot to understand, and I think the more you stay with mm-hmm. it, the, the better it gets inside of you. But Robert Heidler, if you ever watch Gloria Zion and, and Chuck and Robert Heidler, they do such an excellent job um, on teaching on the feast, like the gentleman was saying. Um, and I will quote from Exodus 23 again. But this is the Lord's, um, actually it's a command of the Lord, like he said, you are to celebrate the festivals or the feasts of God um, in the, the pen, or Passover, which is Passover Eve tonight, and then Passover and then 50 days on the Pentecost, and then the summer months. But when you come into the fall months, then is when you have the fall feasts, which are another commanded feast. But the thing he really wants to do is celebrate. <laughs> I mean, it's right. not a duty. That's right. It's not, a, I don't know if I should say obligation, but it should be a joy. It should be a great time of joy and celebrate it. And you guys do it so well here. <laughs> but when you come into the time gates is when you really begin to see God, the open heaven, you begin to see the movement of God because it's his timing. Yes. And when we celebrate and acknowledge <laughs> his timing is when we can expect to see things happen. And so that's what we're doing tonight. That's what, you know, many other people will be doing this weekend. But it said even Jesus celebrated the feast. You know, he and his family celebrated the feast themselves. And um, he, he said that the feast, some people think that that was for like biblical times or maybe just the Jewish people should follow those things. But it's for everyone. It's for all time and for all people. So thank God we're beginning to get that revelation. But um, what Chuck said in his book was <clears throat> these appointed times are designed for, it's to create a rhythm in our lives because it aligns us 
with God's timing and it helps us to be in sync with God and the spirit of God. So he gets us at the right time, at the right place with the right people in mm -hmm. his timing. And what you, what are we doing? Advancing mm -hmm. the kingdom, Absolutely. expanding the government, Amen. taking our place, changing culture. That's what we do. Yes, we do. So finally we're getting it, mm -hmm. you know, Amen. so we're grateful for these revelations. So Passover <clears throat> is a huge, huge time gate for God. And he, it says he chooses to do his greatest work at these appointed times. Many people do not experience God's blessings because they miss their window of opportunity. The Feast of Passover occurs in spring, which is the time to clean house, both physically and spiritually. Jewish families would search their house and they would remove all the leaven or anything made with yeast. Leaven is a symbol of impurity. We need to examine our hearts and ask what do we need to do to be delivered this year, whether it's big or little. Um, we need to examine ourselves to see where impurity has come in or hardness of heart, offense. I mean, it's just a real examination. So it's a spring cleaning in our hearts. Uh, Passover also reminds us of God's power to deliver. As we celebrate the three feasts each year, they take us through a set of key spiritual transactions. And that draws us closer to God's presence. And the cycle that, you know, we want to be in a cycle that it breaks the enemy's power. And, and we are restored for another year, another cycle, because the Jewish calendar isn't linear like we think. It's cyclical. It's more of a cycle-driven calendar. And so, he, you know, the gentleman said, we don't want to go around the same mountain year after year after year. We need to know what old cycles need to be broken mm -hmm. and get ourselves into the cycles of God and the seasons of God. So that, you know, and Passover is such a wonderful story and we've been hearing so much about the Red Sea moments uh, with like Robin Bullock and, and different people like that. And because we have to have a miracle. I mean, really, we need to see the hand of God to see this nation and nation saved because the nations are Jesus's inheritance. He died for the nations and nations belong to him. Amen. I don't think God's going to let this go Amen. and Jesus Amen. not be and have him be denied his Amen. inheritance right. because it's not the timing of God. That's right. That's we haven't right. had the great revival. We haven't had the great, um, uh, outpouring right. and the harvest right. of souls and the mm -hmm. transference of wealth and we That's haven't right. seen That's right. these things and the enemy would try to preempt the timing of God and prevent that from even coming into place mm -hmm. but God Amen. those are my two favorite words but God <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just close with this and it's what um, uh, he spoke about the when, when there's the promises of God, which he said, when we celebrate these feasts intentionally on purpose, you know, uh, understanding what we're doing. And they're talking about the angel of the Lord. It says this is what he said. And I'll, I'll just repeat it from I'll read it from my Bible. Uh, these are the promises. It says, see, 
I am sending my angel, the angel of the Lord, before you to lead you safely to the land that I have prepared for you. Pay attention to him. <laughs> you don't want to provoke angels. <laughs> Pay attention to him and obey all of his instructions. Do not rebel against him, for he will not forgive your sin. He is my representative. He bears my name. But if you're careful and you obey him and you follow all my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies. I will oppose those who oppose you. For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, so that you may live there. And I will destroy them. Do not worship the gods of these other nations, nor serve them in any way, and never follow their evil example. Instead, you must utterly conquer them and break down their shameful idols. You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water. I will keep you healthy. There will be no miscarriages or infertility among your people and I will give you long, full lives. I will send my terror upon the people whose lands that you invade, and they will panic before you. I will send hornets ahead of you to drive out the Hivites and the Canaanites, and another ite. Um, but I will not do this all in one year because the land would become a wilderness and the wild animals would become too many to control. I will drive them out a little at a time until your population has increased enough to fill the land. I will fix your boundaries. This reminded me of even the situation in the southern, in Texas and in the, what's going on. God, you determine the boundaries. Amen. You, you protect our boundaries. Amen. And, of all nations, actually, but God says, I will fix your boundaries. Lord, we put you in remembrance even yes, tonight yes, of your word. Uh, from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the Southern Desert to the Euphrates River, I will help you defeat people that are now living in the land, and you will drive them out ahead of you. And then there's that's uh, basically the end of, of what he had just explained earlier. But... This season of Passover, I think, is one of the most significant seasons, uh, even last Passover. But I believe this is the Passover that we are going to begin to see God work on our behalf. Amen. And so we just need to keep believing his promises and um, doing the things that you're doing. Because I recognize this as a governmental authority and you need to use it. We all need to use it. Yes. And you are. But I don't know of a lot of, well, we know some people, but not there's not enough people that understand government, the governmental authority that God's entrusted to us, and it's, we're in such a mess because of it. Amen. But God's raising up a people that he can trust Amen. and that he can, you know, um, he can use as vessels to begin to declare <laughs> and decree, to legislate, to govern, to judge. Well, God is the judge, but we ask him for his justice. We, we don't judge, but we ask him mm -hmm. to judge our enemies. He said he'll do it. 
So what he said tonight, we're laying claim to. Mm -hmm. We're laying claim mm -hmm. for our nation, our states, our our government. Um, so I believe the promises of God, and I, I stand on his word, and I know you all do too. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share with the Passover um, scripture, that, and I'm sure there's more things mm -hmm. that other people probably have to share too. Mm -hmm. But thank you for allowing me to do that. You're welcome. Thank you for doing it. Yes. Thank you, Lon, for sharing that. Yeah. Yes. Well, and th this is what this place is. This is a place that you come and there's a freedom to release yes. whatever you have. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, and here's the thing. Here's what I've noticed. I've noticed people um, being healed in this place of freedom. But I'm also going to add one more thing to that. Um, with people, there are personalities. No one's, not everyone's the same. So what I'm saying is some people's freedom may not look right to us. But now let them experience their freedom as we've experienced ours. I'm telling you, I believe that's one of the calls for today. There were ites back then, the giants. There's isms today. And you know what? They're just as big as the ites were back then. And God says, I've called you under my love, my authority. Get along with each other. Yes. See what I mean? And there's things that's not really going to maybe look right. And you know what? People are going to make mistakes. And yes, that's what we come together and we discuss things. That's what Moses did. The people come around and that's what he did. And you know what? You know what? There was his father-in-law came, celebrated the Red Sea moment with him. All the miracles that was performed by Moses, that father-in-law, by way of his beliefs, nearly got Moses killed yes. by God, yes, by God. See what I mean? So, and this was this father-in-law was from the land of Midian. Midian means strife. So now here comes a priest from a land of strife that comes and celebrates the miracles that God performed through Moses. And when he Moses is sitting around and the people are gathered around, actually Moses was judging their disputes. And the father-in-law says, you can't do that. You're going to be worn out by that. And he said, you need to place people. He actually, and maybe I'm wrong on this. He delegated out his authority to people. You know what I think? I think the priest that come from the land of strife just put the first pyramid system in order. I think you look on your dollar bill and you'll see it. Yeah. That's what I believe. And the world has followed that ever since then and said, this is the structure we operate under. And God said, that's not my structure. And you know what happened? And, and I said, God, can that be right? That don't. And he says, well, finish the story. Now that God delegated his man's pyramid structure, Moses went back up on the mountain. What happened when Moses come back down? The people took their wealth and turned them into idols. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
copy that from Egypt. It was all given to them. And actually, the enemies sat there and celebrated as they walked out in broad daylight with all the wealth. And I believe, maybe I'm wrong, I believe the world has lived under this system that was put in place clear back then. And we said, well, that's just how it's made to work. And God says, you'll figure it out one of these days. I didn't tell Moses to do that. It's a counterfeit system. Yes, it is. And it looks so right. And we're living under it today. And he says, when you're the anointed one, he said, you work in my cyclical, my circle time. You enter into my circle dance. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you do things that people will say, oh, you're going to get wore out. You won't get wore out. God says, I anointed you to do that. Here's what I declare over President Trump. I've watched presidents my whole life age like 10 times over, like like dog years or seven years. President's years are like 10 years, not Trump. I swear that man looked younger the day that today than the day he got in. That's what the anointing does. That's what I declare over every one of us. And I'm telling you, there's a creeping thing that comes in and it sounds so right. And the world lives under a pyramid system with a big eyeball on top. And, and we want to believe that's the structure we're supposed to operate on. Um, everything that's structure has brought us to where we are today. And we are seeing a system that's about to crash. And isn't it interesting? Moses, the land he delivered the people from, what are they known for today? They're pyramids. The Babylonian system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he says, this new time, this is John 7. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why politics don't work. I mean, we talk. So last week, and this is um, this is when I talk about this freedom that people come under. Everyone has allowed that to me. Because they let me stumble through things that God has shown me. And I don't know what it is. Actually, it's just the way I am. And there, I listen to other preachers and teachers that get everything. It's like they have everything perfect and they practice in front of the mirror. I've heard them say that. I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. So everyone, for whatever reason, is, has been gracious and forgiving to me as I stumble through things that God has shown me. And I practice in front of everybody. <laughs> and I screw up and everything else. And everybody says, it's okay. And I believe it's because in my heart, here's what I say to everybody. It's okay. This God is so big that we Amen. are Amen. in. Amen. He says, Amen. I've already figured that Amen. in. That's a Kevin I thing yeah. where I heard of her. That's already figured in. It's already factored in. So if you if you get all worked up because you fell, it's already figured in. I knew that was going to happen. And you know what he says? I love you so much. And he says, you're going to go places that you have. It, it's going to take my revelation knowledge to even give you the picture of how far you're going. That's what he's saying. 
So this is what we, you're talking about, the feast. There's one thing that stuck out to me. He says, I will stop your miscarriages, right? Yes, Lord. I declare that over. Amen. And I'll tell you why. <coughs> if you watch, Amen. people love to go get another prophetic word. Yeah. If you have a so-called prophet show up, mm -hmm. people love to get a prophetic word, myself included. And yet when they leave, they leave, they love the feeling of the moment of intimacy. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A, a prophetic word received is a word <coughs> conceived. It's a seed word. Every conception requires a delivery. And when we leave that moment of intimacy and we separate from Holy Spirit, do you know how many prophetic words become miscarried? He says, I'll stop that. This is what I declare over everyone. Every prophetic word, and here's the awesomeness of God. He says, you think because you haven't delivered it, you've missed your time. And he says, you think that you've miscarried, or you think that you've aborted by way of separating. And he says, anytime you're ready to enter back into me and never separate, he says, I will deliver every prophetic word that's ever been spoken and conceived within you. And I call that into remembrance today. There are so many prophetic words over every single one of us that our heart has got sick. What uh, Proverbs, yeah, hope deferred. I'll tell you what, every one of us knows that. That we know the feeling. We're actually living that. But what does he say? The, uh, uh a tree of life. Absolutely. I declare the tree of life over every one of us. What that means is that is the source. That is the source. It's not the source that we've looked at of good and not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If it's good, oh, it must be God. If it's evil, oh, it's the devil. He said, that's the same source. You just haven't got the revelation of it yet. Yeah. And he said, I will reveal to you by way of revelation knowledge what the true source is, and it's called a tree of life. And there is nothing else. And he says that you will deliver every prophetic word that's been conceived within you. Watch and see. Watch and see. What we are watching right now so another thing I want to point out, you talk about the feast. This is John 7. This is, John 7 explains why politics don't work today. Politics is nothing more than promoting policy. It's the act of promoting policy. The, and we are witnessing in the world politics does not work. There's a wall and it will not come together. And the whole reason is, is because everyone in politics has a hidden agenda. That hidden agenda comes by way of focus. Oh, wait a minute. When our, when our focus should be on God all the time, our focus gets switched back to ourself. And when that happens, there becomes an agenda on the inside of us. So now instead of promoting policies for the better of the people, we promote policies that fill our pockets back up. That's not only in our government, that's in our churches. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's why people become offended because I don't want to do this or do that because someone will be offended because you took my place and God says your focus is wrong and I call you out on it today because you have a hidden agenda and it's circled back to yourself what I can get out of it. And he said, I call you out on it. And he said, you think that's a judgment, but every judgment of me in this realm is always to bring you to I'm your savior. It's always to save you. It's always to save you. We get so stuck on this judgment thing by way of God's judgment. And he says, I judge you by way of saving you. That's who I am. That's who I am. And the next thing you know, when we get that revelation, this even the sound of the judgment of God, all of a sudden, this freedom we talked about, that judgment becomes a freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Judge right. me, Absolutely. Lord. <laughs> because That's actually, right. I am in yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I've been judged yeah. righteous. Yeah. Yes. All the things all the things that disciples thought Jesus was going to do and he didn't do, he did it because he knew he knew who he was. He walked in that freedom. You know, he yes. wasn't concerned about the crowds or any, anything like that. He wasn't concerned about anything. He was just concerned about what the assignment was that he had that day from his father. I and only do what he tells me to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so on these feasts, this is what, this is John 7. And this is what they, his brothers were all, they didn't know, they didn't realize yet he truly was the Messiah. And they're all going to Jerusalem right. to the feast. Right. And they come to him and said, now's your time. Hmm? Tabernacles. It wasn't Feast of uh, Tabernacles. Yes, yes. I'm not talking Passover, but it was one of the feasts is what I'm talking about. Tabernacles. Yes, Tabernacles. But I, I'm just saying mm -hmm. it's one of the feasts. But his brothers come and say, go to the feast with us. Now's your time. In other words, you're building a reputation. People are knowing you. Now let's go to Jerusalem where all the people is. Now's your time. Actually, look it up and, and read it here. But this is what Jesus says. You guys go ahead. This is what I'm saying. I, I'm tying that into what we're seeing go on in politics today with a self agenda right, right. jesus just pointed out right there it's not about me yeah. it's not about my fame yeah. i have no agenda yeah. i only do what my father right. says to right. do i only do i only say what he tells me to say i only do what he tells me to do my agenda is my father Amen. Amen. and that's what he just pointed Amen. out right Amen. here Amen. so we'll start in two seven two yeah. john, john. john seven, two. yeah and this one's in the Passion, so. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Now the annual Feast of Tabernacles was approaching, so Jesus' brothers came to advise him, saying. Actually, that just kind of hits me funny when I read it out Come loud. to advise him, yeah. saying. Let's see. Have you ever had that happen before? I was going to say. Sorry. It's funny when you read things out loud, it suddenly hits you differently. Yeah. Why don't you leave the countryside villages and go to Judea where the crowds are so that your followers can see your miracles? Mm -hmm. No one can see what you're doing here in the backwoods of Galilee. Yeah. How do you expect to be successful and famous if you do all these things in secret? 
Now is your time. Go to Jerusalem. Come out of hiding and show the world who you are. His brothers were pushing him, even though they didn't yet believe in him as Savior. Just keep reading through here. Yeah, okay. well, yeah. Jesus responded, My time of being unveiled hasn't yet come, but any time is a suitable opportunity for you to gain man's approval. The world can't hate you. The world can't hate you, but it does me, for I am exposing their evil deeds. You can go ahead and celebrate the feast without me. My appointed time has not yet come. Jesus lingered in Galilee until his brothers had left for the feast in Jerusalem. Then later, Jesus took a back road and went into Jerusalem in secret. During the feast, the Jewish leaders kept looking for Jesus and asking around, Where is he? Have you seen him? A controversy was brewing among the people with so many different differing opinions about Jesus. Nothing's changed, has yeah. it? <laughs> it's the same old thing. Same old thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some were saying he's a good man, while others weren't convinced and insisted, saying he's just a demagogue. Yet no one was bold enough to speak out publicly on Jesus' behalf for fear of the Jewish leaders. Mm. Yeah. That there hasn't changed. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Exactly. There's another good thing. Ready to speak out. <laughs> yep. Not until the feast was half over did Jesus finally appear in the temple courts and begin to teach. Which that's, he always taught. He always taught. And preach, he taught. And one other thing to notice about Jesus, when you get to John 17, he prayed to his father in front of, for his disciples, in front of his disciples, before that, he would always go up on the mountain alone and pray. And when he come down to the people, he would either teach or he would declare a thing. Yeah. He didn't stop. He didn't pray asking for something in front of the people. He done that off by himself. Yeah. He was prepared for whatever was in front of him when he was around the people. Yeah. What was he you going to say? He also didn't practice in front of the mirror. No, he didn't. Well, I don't know that, but <laughs> he was the mirror. Yeah. Yes. Nobody likes to be preached at. Yeah. But everybody loves to be taught. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and if you have it, but if you don't have a teachable spirit, you think he's preaching at you. You hate that. That's true. But if you have a teachable spirit, yes. you'll really enjoy being taught. I hate being preached at. But I love. And that's the truth. Yes. I love being taught something. Yes. Thank I you for. I want to take that and spread it out. Exactly. Whatever I learn, yeah. I want to give it to anybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Good. Point. That's a very good point. Yes. I don't think anybody here does not have a teachable spirit. That's I don't why either. we're all here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so exactly. we're enjoying this. Yeah. We're tasting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're tasting. And and this is the example. When you have something to share, share it. And. Um, this is the time of revelation, exactly. the unveiling of Jesus. That's also the unveiling of us. <clears throat> so for the past year, I, don't, I mean, I'm still going through this. Mm -hmm. So you are witnessing a testimony in action. So. Let me add this to it first. I talked to Jerry maybe five minutes since I've known him. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that was before church at New Hope, and 
I was talking to him about frequencies. I was talking to him about communications. I was talking to him about um, more than knowing the word, but being the word. And it's an energy, a frequency, and a vibration. It's the same thing that is what water is made of. Energy, frequency, and vibration. You can't try to make water. If the word became flesh, it was something before it was flesh. And, and if you try to find the day that God created water, you won't find that day. And God says, water was the word. And I said, but I don't get that. How can water be a vocabulary? And he said, I didn't say it that way. I said, water was the word. So you have to say, what? how has the word become like water? The word is an energy, a frequency, and a vibration. When you become the word, as you move, you are letting off. You are communicating with things around you, both unseen and seen. So now we'll go back to last Sunday, or I mean last Friday. But I talked to um, Jerry once like this, and he said, he said, I want to talk to you someday about my trip to Alaska. And he said, I think what you're describing, he said, I've witnessed that. So it just so happened before um, we start, I'm talking with um, Kathy. Kathy. And that was brought up. And I said, do you think Jerry would share that? And she goes, I don't know if he would or not. He don't like talking in front of people. I said, okay, that's not a problem. There's a reason why I said, no, we're doing this every week. There's a reason why we said we're going to have a feast every week. (laughs) There's a reason for that. So for ever been to the place, there's not one other person in the world you can go to. So when it started out, this is the way that it started out. Here's what I wanted to release over everybody. I said, learned knowledge. You can learn every word in the book, and it will never bring you to oneness. I said, if learned knowledge does not take you to the place of a revelation knowledge, that by way of gift, by way of believing, it becomes a gift that we enter into him. And he says, you got everything. It's already done. You believe in me. And I said, that's what I'm going to release over everybody. I declare tonight revelation knowledge. But all of a sudden it hit me. And I said, Jerry, would you come stand with me? Because I believe you have seen what he's only told me. And I want to release what he's told me. And if there's any way possible, I want everyone to see what you've seen. And when he come and stood beside me, I said, do you want to say anything? And that's when he started talking about it. And he said, I saw colors. He said, the colors come to life. And he said, I saw colors pass through colors and they never mixed. And I said, that's what he's been telling me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So from there is when we didn't ask to pray for anybody. And that's when Rhonda come and said, I want what you have. Mm Bloop, out she goes. I didn't mean for that to happen. Who was next? Jennifer. Bloop. Out she goes. Next comes Donna. Bloop. And Donna, I'm trying to hold her, and she just is nothing. And I thought, they received so you know what Donna told me later? She says, 
I've never had that happen before. And she said, I remember thinking, this is real. And about that time, the lights go out and down she goes. <laughs> and she said how she'd watched Rhonda and she always wanted to experience it. She yeah. never experienced yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And Rhonda well, I, said that the pull to her, she couldn't not go to him. The pull, the Holy Spirit pull on was just so much that she had to go to him. Yeah. So, uh, Mitch, go ahead. So, my experience was, I'm wondering, you know, I said, I've been around that. My first wife, we went to IHOP to have her pray for it to be uh, healed, which is with cancer. And she got down there and she went forward and the guys touched people on the forehead there. Yep. <laughs> and they touched the forehead, touched the forehead and she just stood there. And so when she came back, I said, so, what? I said, what was that like? She said, well, I know why they go down now. I said, why that? Because he pushes really hard. <laughs> yes. And then, and then they said that the New, new Hope did it too, that one of, the, one of the people came and asked the, the pastor to go down when he touched him. You know, it's a setup. And I'm thinking, that those kind of things go my, through my head. But when Jerry came and you came over to me, I heard exactly what Jerry said. Well, at least that's what I heard. And that was come down. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't speaking to me. He was, he was calling the spirit down. And I, I just went so so Mitch was standing right on the other side of that post in the corner and I'm standing beside him and I'm thinking and the first thing I thought well Mitch probably won't go down he's backed in the corner next thing you know I'm hanging on to Mitch <laughs> and I try to lay him down without falling um is it okay if I share Mike said I don't really you didn't even really you said I've wanted this so bad and I've never received it. And I'm to the place that I don't even really want to try anymore. Is that? Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. I was afraid to. Yes. But I know it's real because of what I see down in Brownsville. Before I went down to Brownsville, mm. a good friend of mine at church said, Mike, he says, if you go down there, you're going to see things you've never seen before. Oh, and I had a grown man just literally just fall out like a baby. And I, and I was sitting on the other pew and I cradled him right in my lap until he was ready to get up. He just looked at me, looked at me like, "What happened?" Mm -hmm. I said, "Take your time. Whenever you're ready to get up, go ahead and get up." This is a grown man. Mm -hmm. And then I seen a young teenager. Some lady prayed for him. And I thought, "Okay, I'm gonna watch this guy." And he was kind of just <laughs> looking around, probably checking things out. And she just, just barely touched this kid. And this kid went down like a sack of potatoes. And I just stood over there watching. Him. Okay, let's see what happens. And all of a sudden, he opened his eyes and he got up like, "What on earth happened to me?" Mm -hmm. So I know it's real. Yes. And I've absolutely. seen other pastors go like this. Yes. And I mean, 15, yes. 20 people just went yes. out just by yes. yes. Whatever it is, if this yes. is real, God, yes. I want it. Mm -hmm. But I never got it. And you still not got it. Yes. That's not right. I have never in my life been knocked down. Mm -hmm. I've never been knocked out in whatever reason. And I've never been knocked out in a prayer line. Right. Never have. And honestly, yeah, I mean, it, it. I see what people witness, and I that's awesome. And yet I think, God, why would you knock me down, though? Actually, I want you to hold me up. Uh, that's just my way of thinking. If he knocks me down, I'm going to say, yes. I, I want everything he has yes. for me. Yes. But my point that I'm trying to make, um, when things are being revealed, sometimes it's being revealed in us. I'm not saying, 
Which is what this is all about that you just read. So <laughs> what I'm saying is you judge things the way Holy Spirit tells you to judge. And this is what I'm saying to everybody else. You do too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You do too. Actually, I'm even going to make a point on Bibles, translations. Mm -hmm. yes. You read them and you judge. I mean, that's what, that's I mean, we had the discussion this right. week about the mirror Bible yeah. and different ones, right? Opinions, mm -hmm. writings say that's new age. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you something about new age. This is a new age. Mm -hmm. Th this is not by way of mediator. There's one mediator. I don't have to go through anyone. This is what I appreciate. And I wish Jerry was here tonight because I'd like to say I appreciate you coming beside me, you never pushed anyone. And actually, I don't think Jerry even really wanted to do that. People come and grabbed on him. There was no pushing. And I witnessed for myself, people, they were just gone. Mm -hmm. um, there are different personality types. Mm -hmm. When you're mm -hmm. praying, when you are in the spirit, you will find that everyone has a different personality in that way, too. Some are more dominating. What I seen in Jerry was zero dominating. What I see him and his wife work the same way we work. You operate however you want to operate. You know what? We're going to operate how we want to operate. So what I'm saying is if you felt that way, um, something's going on. And that's something between you and God and the Holy Spirit and let it be. This is what I'm saying. When God, we look at God as the judge, actually he is the savior. So if everyone else is wrong and you're right, then he's our savior. <laughs> if it's the other way around, he's your savior. This is the time. And he has saved you. Don't get, don't get me. Don't hear what I'm not saying. And here's what I am saying, though. In this time of unveiling, it's not just Jesus. And this is what I'm saying. Mike, you need to be unveiled. You realize what you realize human nature? Um, Sue, you need to be unveiled. You got a problem. You know where I'm at? You know this freedom we talked about earlier? Mm -hmm. Matt, you need unveiled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's your problem. It's mm -hmm. not mine. Mm -hmm. If he says you need unveiled, mm -hmm. and you will be. Yeah. So will every one of us. Yeah. In this time of revelation, he mm -hmm. says, don't worry. You're going to be unveiled. Mm -hmm. Just like I've been unveiled, That's so right. will you be. That's right. And you know what? There's going to be a revelation light come on you. And in that light, there is no shadows. Amen. We have lived through the history of mankind in a created realm of light where there are shadows, there's been hiding places. And God says there's a new time coming. This is a new time. And he said, there will be revelation light flow through you and there will be no hidden places. And there are churches today that still think that, and I say churches, there are people today that think I can still hide in the shadows. I don't really have to be unveiled. And God says, you will be, you will be. You will be. So that's what I declare over every one of us. But what I'm saying is that in itself is time for celebration. Because what you're going to 
find mm -hmm. in that time of unveiling, you will find a freedom that you've never felt before. That's just Amen. what the Lord was saying to me. I was almost ready to say that, Matt. <laughs> the unveiling is freedom. Amen. Freedom That's like right. you've never Absolutely. felt before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I'm also wow. going to find is, of course, he's going to reveal things. He's going to fill. This well, is exciting. This is an exciting what time. What Kay has been telling us is a, it's a stripping that we've been going through. It's that's like right. you're stripped naked. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. I mean, that's but right. that's how you also get that's rid right. of. I mean, oh, no, that's how you too. get rid of you know, it. Like he doesn't yeah. want you taking but, but that. But I, I, I'm going to make one more yeah. point, And this is what I want to say over everyone. Mm -hmm. When you're led by the spirit, do what he tells you to do. Test it in yourself. Because mm -hmm. yes. I'll go ahead and finish. You said what you felt. Um, I'll just be honest with you. You and Janet, Dave, has been one of the joys of my life watching. Uh, honestly, um, Janet, the first time you was here, I mean, you were mad when you got out of the car. And you explained why. And it was, I mean, we've kind of laughed about that. But I thought... That's a whole different personality than I've ever really been around. I'm just saying. And you've become a anchor in my life. There's a realness about you that I've totally connected to. And I've watched your family bloom into something that I don't know that you've ever been before. So this is what I'm saying. There's also a responsibility and love to be careful. And yours was in a guardian way. And I, let it be what it is, Lord. That's what I'm saying. But here's what I'm saying also happens. Um, right. Everyone you meet is going through something. 99.9% .9 of the time, you'll never know what it is. I tell you something to truly teach from the heart. I don't think you can have a wall around your heart. Because I think then you're hiding something. And here's what I believe. When you totally are unveiled, when you're totally unveiled and you release everything I am to people, I will make mistakes. There's no question. But I'm going to tell you something. So will everybody else. But here's what I declare over everybody. You love people. You love people. You love people. And here's the thing. Let it be. I mean, I mean, let the love of God come over every one of us and we will accept each other as who we are. Yes, but I mean, there's a time whenever there's there's a time to speak and there's a time not to speak. And last Friday was a time not to speak. Um, and things flowed the way they flowed. And quite honestly, I believe it's exactly the way the Holy Spirit wanted it to flow. The devil tried to do everything he could. I mean, he tried everything he could. He knew you were going. He tried everything he could. What do? You, what did you do? You said, 
we're going to minister to people tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say, poor me, poor me, poor me. You didn't even tell them what was going on. You said, we're going to we're going to release something over these people. And God manifested through that, through that anointing that's in you. And the people went down. I mean, people fell. I mean, because the spirit of the living God was on you. I mean, that you turned the whole situation around. What the devil meant for evil, you turned around for good. And you made good out of it. And, and quite honestly, and whatever, I'm not disagreeing or whatever, but what I'm going to say is we blame demons so many times, and I don't even know if it is demons. I think it's selves. I think it's everybody's self gets in the way of what the spirit wants to do. And it's easy to blame it on demons. And I don't, I'm not, of course they're real. Yeah. And honestly, I believe in this setting, if there's a demon around, it will be set to flight. It, it will not be hidden here. But I also believe that self and everyone is being revealed. Yes. Myself included. Amen. And I'm finding things in myself I never knew was this. That's right. That's and right. I think we're that's all right. going to. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I declare. Absolutely. Thank you for teaching. Yes. Well, yes, and, and that's what I mean. Thank you for sharing because, quite honestly, these are hidden things that people hold and it destroys churches. Yes. It destroys families. And I'm going to tell you right now this is more than a church, this is a family. And when we get through this decade called rest, that, that mankind has never entered into yet. That's what we're... Yeah. Rest looks different than we thought it did. Yes. Rest is full confidence that the Word does the work. Amen. And that's the way it is. Yeah. But when we get through that, we will enter into, this is by way of prophecy, the, the decade of the family. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, He's brought a family together that's building a structure in the kingdom of God, and it will not fall down. And this is why people can come together here and they can say, this is what I saw. And everybody says, okay, and this is what I saw. And when people come together and they have zero hidden agenda, and their focus is fully on God, shakes all of heaven and earth changes everything. And the demons absolutely have to flee. Absolutely have to flee because the whole intention of the enemy is to destroy and divide family. Not going to happen. Not here. Not here. That's exactly right. We declare that tonight. Not here. Not here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I know what you're going through now, mm -hmm. I, and I feel, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit on you. So great! I'm glad I met you. We'll talk about this in heaven a hell of a lot of times. You know that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, because you you made me understand where you were coming from, and I didn't know. I'm still learning. We are learning. Yes. Yes. He brought everybody yes. together. So, yeah, well, that's what got taught, taught me last week is that, which I already knew, but, you know, there's nothing that we have to do. It's already being done. It's a gift, right. isn't it? It's already being done. I got, I got a call two weeks ago from a lady that grew up in what, is, what used to be Babylon. And how did she come to Christ? 
a dream in the United States because nobody would talk to her about it. <laughs> so a dream in the United States, she became a Christian. Yeah. Hallelujah. And, and then this, this was last week, a lady from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, how did she find Christ? A Billy Graham a classic evangelistic <laughs> on YouTube. Yep. So we don't have to do anything. God's already doing it. Yes. We're being called to step into our place. Yes. Something we have to do is something we get to do. Yes. yes. And that, you know, that's family. That's what that's what the, we want the family to know. That is the family. This is the family. This has been the 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 whole mission of the enemy was to destroy the family even from the very beginning. Yes. And it's actually worked for him. And this is what yes. we say: we call you out. <laughs> you have been exposed, and you are a joke. And you will not destroy this family. And you will watch this family grow. And what you're going to find out is it's going to connect to other families. And it's going to go all the way around the world. And it's going to fill in all the voids in between. And what you're going to find out is the family of God is going to totally cover this earth. We will not be divided and split up. We will not be we can come together and we can talk about what we've what we've seen or we haven't seen. And every single one of us is open to hear what the other one has to say. And Holy Spirit, you will, you will, you want to, you always have released the revelation, light knowledge that there's nothing hidden on the inside. That is the who you are. And that is the who you are inside of us. And we thank you for it, and we receive that gift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I declare no more miscarriages of the words spoken over Matt and Sue. Amen. Amen. We call them Amen. to fruition. We call them into this realm. We call them. To thank now. You, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every one of us. Yes. Over every one of us. Yes. I'm telling you, there has been prophetic seed words conceived on the inside of everyone. And I call life to every one of them. And you will deliver every prophetic word that's been conceived on the inside of you. I declare that tonight. I declare life in every one of you in the name of Jesus. And it will be that which has been spoken over you. Everyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta read this. If the system is trying to destroy you, it will be used. Amen. Yeah. Well, this is how we decide we give the enemy a black eye. Amen. 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 <laughs> we'll show you what taking yeah. someone down. This right? In uh, Chuck's word, it says, comfortable is the enemy to the strength that you need. So be careful. I am producing new strength as you expand into the future. I'm digging deep in you because you have no idea of the field I've been working on in you. And yet you are limiting me by your vision. You're limiting me by your ideas. You're limiting me based upon your knowledge. I'm digging deep because you're going to dig deeper. Because you're going to dig, go, go dig deeper. Many think my presence is sweet and angelic. But my presence can blast through mountains. My presence can uncover minefields. This is the day of knowing my presence. So your gift that you are nurturing can explode into what I intend it to be. That. That's why I declare over every one of us. Yes. Yes. Everyone. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Oh, yeah.
Thank well, you, Jesus. I don't even know how to say this. But you were saying we're light. Everyone was just light. And when Jerry was up there last week, he was talking about all the different colors that he sees wherever he's at. The colors he's seeing are the people, individual. We all have a light. It's not all the it's same good. color. And, that, and it all weaves together. We're intermittent. We're intermingled together. We don't tie knots around each other, but we go through each other. And if you think about it, it's a safety net. Yes. Wow, it's that's, a safety net. Yeah. Really and that, that's as everybody good. gets together and talks, and the light comes out, yeah. it's more than just being a family. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's being a, it's being a net where evil cannot penetrate that will net. not that's be right. broken. That's right. It will not go through that that's net. Good. That's it good. has to stop. That's good. And that's, that's what good. we all have here. That's good. And I guess that's all I have to really say. That's good. That's good. So, that's and really good. Good. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Really and the point is that our true individuality stays true to who He says we are Amen. as we actually pass through each other. We never lose the color, our identity. Amen. Amen. We're, all different, we're all different, but Amen. we're all the same. But we, we, we all operate. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus plus me makes a color. Absolutely. Jesus plus you <laughs> makes a color. Exactly right. Yes, Lord, that is exactly right. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 So that's water is energy, frequency, and vibration. Yes. That, that is what the word. Because when you like polarize yes. sunglasses, yes. that's what why yes. it stops the movement in yes. the water. So yes. And then you can see through it. That's right. That's so right. Yes. Yes. I don't want to try to make God or Jesus be scientific. It's more than a science. Yes. But what I'm telling you is the reality of God is even backed by science. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Science absolutely verifies who God is. And if anything in science says otherwise, wrong science, wrong science. That's all there is to it. That's who we are. That's who we are. So say that louder. I couldn't hear you. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Yes.
All right, and in the encounter, he's talking about seed and birthing. Am I right? So here's tonight. We're back to birthing the seed. All right. Now, uh, uh, Justin's wife. All right. She was doing the praise service on the Saturday morning. Right, Gabe? Yep. And uh, she was supposed to give, well, somebody else was supposed to give a message, but she gave the message. And she had 10 pages of notes. All right. Now, there's nothing wrong. I believe you should read the word. I believe you should take down notes. And I think you should look up the stuff, right? So she found out what God really thought about giving notes when you're up there. Okay. And as soon as she went to the lectern or whatever thing she was going to talk from, right? God later, right down, she started crying. And she cried for a good 10 minutes, just laying there crying. And the first words that came out of her mouth was says, I bet I don't look very good. <laughs> but I really don't care. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden she started laughing. Okay. And she started preaching right from the floor. <laughs> and when she got up, she never went and looked at her nose once. And she just started talking about birthing and used Elijah. All right. Mm -hmm. Now he would lay in Travile. All right, the birth, whatever God had put into him. All right, and she went through each one of her kids. She first was nine pounds, and she did it with a midwife and sitting down or whatever, right? So she didn't like that method. So she, decided, <laughs> so she tried, so she thought she would do the next one uh, on all fours. That's when I knew we were going into intercession. That's good. Okay, I, I could figure it out myself. And uh, her second boy was 12 pounds. All right. Oh. Now, I don't know about the next two, That's all right? Kid. But, uh, well, when she got done, she never lifted her nose once and just gave what the Holy Ghost, what she had put in, right? <laughs> the Lord had released to let it go. And that goes way back when I first got saved. Okay. And anyway, everybody came forward to be ministered to. And her and her husband, it was unbelievable. First time I've ever seen a husband and wife team really work with them, all right? There's no, I do this and you do that stuff. It was just as the Lord blessed, you know. It was unbelievable. Uh, but everything was about the seed and God's time and our time. And where we're at in time right now with God, you had the first part where he created the heavens and the earth, and it was chaos. Because he had to bring the law with Moses. Moses brought the law, and we got Jesus to give us mercy and grace. We're ready for kingdom. If you look at every time one of those things happened, there was quite a war that went on between the heavenly angels and the devil's side. Mm -hmm. There was always a conflict that was going on because the devil knew that something was up, but he didn't know what it was. He killed all the boy babies back with Moses' day. All right, killed all the boy babies again with Jesus' day. We've killed a lot. Of, we've killed a lot of girls and boys. Something's ready to happen, folks. So let the seed that's in you. Be birthed because he wants to use that seed to touch somebody. Yeah. The whole thing is just witness to somebody and get them saved. Yeah. You don't see your friends up in heaven saying you knew the truth and you didn't tell them. Amen. So, what being what being, being conceived of you and us right now, what you with what you're going through is going to give birth. Mm -hmm. And it's time. Mm -hmm. That's going to be something mm -hmm. amazing. It's from God. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's what the enemy means for evil. It's going to be used mm -hmm. to good. So, so the, one of the interesting parts with this is it's been a while ago now. It's and 
Okay, so it's when I'm out doing something, this is what I think about. And out of nowhere, one day, God says, the currency always reveals the king. The king of what realm you're connected to. And since then, what he's been showing me is how connected to this system everybody is. And it's ourselves by way, included. ourselves included, by way of currency. Yeah. And when I talk about what's going, because truly if the church was what they should be, this world would not be in the mess it's in. This nation wouldn't be in the mess it's in. But the church is divided just like the rest of the nation. Okay, if they say shut the doors, we'll shut the doors. If they say wear masks, we'll wear masks. And there comes the conflict again, just like so many things. And can't talk through it. I believe this, and I believe this. And I'm not going to give. See what I mean? Yeah. There's there's a focus thing going on. Yeah. And all if there wasn't, we would start hearing the same things and coming together. And this is what's starting to be done. And it's it's interesting to me. And yes, it messes with your mind. Oh, I've done this wrong and I've done that wrong. And, and God says, that has nothing to do with it. And quite honestly, it don't even mean you've done anything wrong. And I'm going to tell you something. When things start going on in your area, or I think he's saying, I've called you to fix it. I've called you to fix it. And actually what I believe is going to be revealed through us is I'm going to show you a currency of my kingdom that will make the currency of this world look like a joke. And I'm going to reveal it to the whole world through you. That's what I believe he is telling us. And I'm telling you, that's where I've come to this place. And it's been this week that I've experienced a freedom that I don't think I've ever felt before. And I'll tell you one. I'll tell you it was Wednesday night. Because we were supposed to hear Monday. We didn't. Wednesday night, they said, you will have an answer Thursday morning. And the attorney sent us a message, and it was sometimes when you say something from a compassionate heart, it comes across wrong. And what he told, what he wrote was, doesn't matter how soft of bed you sleep in, you will not be able to sleep tonight. Wow. And I said, We'll see. So Sue says, well, let's get ready. We're going to pray for the nation. <laughs> We're going to go pray for the nation. Did you hear this? Did you hear everything going on around me in the atmosphere? We're going to go pray for the nation. I This, this, this thing that's coming against this, this is nothing to me. I'm going to go pray for the nation. And that's what we did. Wednesday we have a prayer meeting. Yeah. To pray for the nation. We went to New Hope. Church. We prayed. You guys were there. We prayed for the nation. Then we went downstairs and we talked about community churches and stuff like that. Wow. Come home, slept like we haven't slept, and I wouldn't know when. I remember through the night thinking, have you ever been in like that half asleep and half awake? I remember thinking, how can I feel it's interesting that this guy said something about the bed. And there's so many nights. I mean, 
everybody's been there. It get, how can it become not comfortable? But you finally just get up. There was something going on in me. Every part of me was thinking, how can this be so comfortable? I don't understand this comfort that's around me. I declare the mountains in your lives. Amen. 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 You Amen. will Amen. bulldoze them down. Amen. You will flatten them by way of the Spirit. Well, I declare that over every one of us. Passover is what is the first, it's the barley. It's the first grain that comes to harvest in the spring. Early spring is the barley harvest. And that's what they would bring to, you know, as a sacrifice, right. um, you know, to these feasts and festivals. So in the fall, you have, you, you celebrate the final harvest, the big harvest. I declare and decree you are going to be in the cycles of God's timing and coming to the full harvest. Mm -hmm. And when you go to a feast, you don't go empty handed. You, <laughs> you go yes. in, with an offering. Yes. And, I, and we're believing with them and Amen. standing for a miracle of God that only God will get the credit for. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen. like he's going to do Amen. nationally and Amen. globally. Yeah. And there's yes. going to be some kind of a transference of wealth or some kind of a reset. They talk about reset. Yeah, the enemy has his reset, but I think God has his reset for a different way of, I don't know if it's currencies. I don't, I don't understand it, but I've listened to a few things about that. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's why President Trump was in Switzerland a couple of weeks ago, is all to do with a whole new way. Mm -hmm. um, Did anybody see Flashpoint Thursday? Yeah. Yes. And did you hear the uh, Hank, Hank Kuhneman? And he was prophesying, and I just caught it. And I thought, "What's that?" And I thought he said a new currency coming. I think they're calling it Nasara or something. Thank you. <laughs> Do you understand? Oh, yeah. A lot. Well, see, there's something God is doing, and it has to be done. There has to be a whole dismantling of the system. Yes. Yes. And exactly. I don't know if that's what we're seeing. It's pretty much Amen. already been done. Well, that's what I'm hoping and believing, yeah. you know, in God's we're, time. We're going back to a gold and silver backed currency, right? right. Instead of big or fiat, what it's a fiat system. Yeah. That's, that's, so anyway, we don't, you know, whatever God is doing, I believe you're going to be a recipient yes. of that because yes. of your yes. faithfulness and just Amen. what God's doing Amen. Yeah. With, with all of this right here. So we'll just stand and believe and declaring Absolutely. and decreeing that God... Um, in this cycle is going to honor his promises mm -hmm. and his word yeah. and his faithfulness because you're in covenant relationship. Amen. Amen. Yes. And Amen. God honors covenant. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. So, and that's what we release over every one of us. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's what you <laughs> it was starting here. Okay. Goes yes. out. Amen. We hold sometimes in like that. We, the devil just gnaws at it. But see, now yes. he can't do that because you let it out. Yeah. And now yeah. it's completely out of you. And mm -hmm. we feel that this is what's been going on in our lives. And now yeah. we are knowing now we are going to walk in freedom yes. because yes. we are not going to accept that system. Yes, yes. because we do it individually, exactly. but now we come together yes. and we do it together exactly. in this group. Exactly. But then this group takes it to takes it out. Exactly. It just keeps exactly. getting better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank yes. you for sharing. Yes. Yeah. Really. So Amen. it's happening. Amen. It is happening. Amen. And, and this is, I mean, so I switched from Passover and 
the, the point I was going to make, we go to the Feast of Tabernacles. This was Jesus. But this is what he said. It was on the last day of the feast, which was the most important day. We have looked at that as that then. He was talking about now. Today. Amen. Amen. Wow. It's about today. Amen. And this Amen. and this is what he said. All can you imagine Jesus come in and all these people around? Can you imagine standing up in front of a whole crowd that you know a lot of them is totally against you and screaming out at the top of your lungs, all you that are thirsty, come and drink of me, the living water. That is what is being declared today. That's right. That's right. That's what's declared today. The last day of the feast, the most important day. This is the most important day in the history of mankind. This is a shifting of time that moves into the kingdom of God that we operate in that realm. It's the most important time in the history of mankind. This is the time of pouring out. This is what Jesus was saying there. I am the water that's pouring out. This is the time that's changing into the time of the pouring out. I tell you what, we should never be down a day in our life. There are so, is so much to be excited about. And we receive it. We declare it. Matt, I see you, since they have been making, have made some decisions, you're going to get better decisions. There's things and ways that they're going to do things. I can't tell you what they are. I don't know. But I feel that there's some really good decisions coming for you. I feel that you're going into a rest. I mean a rest mm-hmm. like you've never been into before. Mm-hmm. And this year is going to be a good year for you. Mm-hmm. Just thank God for this year because this is the year of glory. Mm-hmm. Hang on to it. That's true. That's true. Yes. Amen. Thank God you. Said, God said, what's a mountain to a man's a molehill to me? It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes, that's just the way it is. And that's what we're going to we're going to watch. We're going to watch God do things that we've never witnessed before. Every one of us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I believe what you said. So you talked about the yeast. That's one of the things we started to do here. And maybe I told you this before, but Jesus said, I am like the yeast that gets put in the dough that goes through everything. There is right. See what I mean? We are, this is the new, this is celebrating Jesus that when he says that I am like yeast that gets put into the dough that grows into everything, that's what I've decided in this new time of the celebrating of Jesus. I'm not taking nothing away from the law, but it's been fulfilled. And now we are in him. We're in him, and he said it with his own words, I am like yeast. So it's interesting that he warned about the yeast of the 
It was actually three yeasts, right, that he warned about. It was actually the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Herod government. So honestly, this is how I have seen this. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Again, I make it clear. I'm not asking anyone to agree with me. I put things out there for you to go in and dig into and see if it's true or not. And honestly, I believe the four rivers that flowed out of the garden, through the garden, there was one pure river that flowed out of a kingdom into a garden, and it split into four. I've heard it talked about that represents the four chambers of the heart that feeds the body, and I believe that's true. But I also believe that there's three of those rivers that become contaminated because man was not created to die. There was a contamination takes place, took place that feeds the body everything that kills the body. But there was one pure river, and it's interesting, in those four rivers, there was one river that flowed around the land of Havilah, where all the wealth was, gold, delium, and onyx stones. And stones, there was one pure river, and I believe you can trace that river through the history of mankind. And I believe that when it talks about, um, but I believe there's been three contaminated rivers also through mankind. And I think that that's what Jesus was referring to even as the three yeasts. And I think that it is the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Herod. The Even the government, it's actually the representative of the church, but also government. And it's contaminated mankind throughout history. But there's always been one pure river. It comes through Noah. Shem was still represented of the pure river. So if you look at that, then there was Ham and Japheth. But at what? so when, when this new, wasn't new, but when basically sin was introduced even into the new system of this world and Noah wakes up, he cursed Ham, right? And Canaan even his grandson, right? There's the three again. Noah had three sons. I believe Shem is the line that Melchizedek flows through even. It's still that pure river that's still flowing through the garden, flowing through mankind. I believe the three contaminated rivers were representative of two sons and even a grandson of Noah. It's the contaminated it's going to be redeemed. I don't say that to draw attention to the contamination. I don't mean that. But what I'm saying is when it gets to the unveiling of Jesus, you're going to see the restoration of all things. And I actually believe in John 21 when Jesus or when John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth and there was no more sea. I think the sea represents the contaminated rivers that flowed clear to the end. And I think he says, that's not there anymore. But there is a river. There is, and there's also a sea that's around the throne, crystal, full of fire. And he said, that's the purification of everything that I am that's flowed through mankind. 
And he said, that's the platform of my government in this kingdom that you walk on by invitation only. Actually, that's what I declare tonight. That's what I declare tonight over the body. The body that Jesus says, you put my seed is planted now in this realm and you watch it and it will grow. It will grow and it will cover the whole earth. That's what I declared. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Someone else can pray over the cup. Whoever feels led. Father God, I thank you for this this cup here that represents your blood. The blood that has flown through our veins, Father God. I thank you for your promises of your word. That we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we take this cup willingly and freely, Father God, as you freely gave your life for us to die upon the cross. Shedding of our shedding of your blood to wash away our sins, Father God. And so we take it, Father, and we just thank you for it, Lord. And we thank you that we're made afresh and we're made new in you. And I pray, Father God, that our lives would always bring glory and honor to your name. And I pray, Father God, for your perfect will to be accomplished in each one of our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. So I need some singers. Oh the, oh, the blood of Jesus. 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 It washes white as snow. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the blood. Yes. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blood. Thank you, Lord. His power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Of the land, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power. Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Yes. 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 Yes.
blood, our in the blood, burden of sin. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Anybody else just feel like a... I know. I know. I know. You really do. Oh, praise God. So here's what... Thank you, Jesus. I didn't even mean to switch from Passover to Feast of Tabernacles. But it's... So that... It's like a, we've heard so many prophecies and people has put dates to different ones. So yeah. I'm not saying that this is my prophetic word, thus saith the Lord. But um, Tabernacles is actually in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, what I think that I've even been hearing September is a major time and it does tie into tabernacles. Right. You know, when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, um, that was at the time of tabernacles. Peter wasn't just spouting out, Lord, should we make three tents for each one? That was the time it was. So Jesus standing up in Jerusalem and the whole crowd on the last day of the feast, the most important day. I mean, this wasn't the, in the, I don't think this was in the same year. I mean, I, there's two different times going on here, even by, I mean, but I think they were both, or they both were in Feast of Tabernacles. I mean, Jesus ministered for three and a half years. So he went, I mean, in his ministry, he went through more than one Feast of Tabernacles. I believe this was one when he said, all those are thirsty, come drink of me. But when he was on the Mount of Transfiguration, that was also Tabernacles. So again, Peter wasn't out of line by saying what he said. And then the cloud come over and basically become a tabernacle over all of them, um, covered in the spirit. Um this is part of the time that we're moving into. And I, I, I do believe this Passover is one of the most significant ever. And I think it's leading to probably the most significant Feast of Tabernacles ever. <laughs> I believe we're going to start witnessing transformations that we've never seen right, before. Right, right. That's what I believe. Right. Um, outside of the realm of time we're going to start bringing up here time and order to the chaos down here and bringing the order down here i mean it's happening now we're getting there i do believe through these feasts we're going to witness there's going to be some fulfillments take place And I, I'm back to John seven. I just want to read how it is here because um, again, it makes it a little bit different, but it's 
37, 737. On the final day, the crescendo of the eight day feast of tabernacles. And so no one else ever says eight days. I mean, like that's the first I read read it as in yes yes yeah John seven yeah yeah so the pinnacle yeah yeah the very peak mm -hmm. yeah. but the eighth day is a new beginning new beginning yes what was the how many yes. angels did did you just release over DC yes. there was eight yes new yes. beginning this yes. whole nation was a whole new beginning but what year are we like we're coming out of the seven thousand right aren't we going into eight thousand. The fifty-seven eighties. Well, I mean, like Billy Brim talks about the, the, you know, so, the so a year is a, as a thousand, a day is a thousand. Mm -hmm. So, I'm thinking and we're been, moving into the seven thousand year reign. Right. I, I, huh? First two were from the beginning to Moses. Moses was the first. Okay, no, it was it was it was Adam to Abraham, Abraham to Jesus, Jesus to now has been fulfilling of the six thousand. We're actually moving into the seven thousand. Yes, but we are moving into a new era. Yes, that is the reality. That's what I guess what I'm getting at is it is on the final day, the crescendo of the new beginning, eight day feast or tabernacles. Jesus, knowing that he is the completeness of every prophetic picture and promise, cried out with a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come and stand face to face with me and drink. In realizing that I am what the scriptures are all about, you will discover uniquely for yourself, face to face with me, that you are what I am all about, and rivers of living waters will gush out of your innermost being. And I'm taking the rivers of water. I think what Jesus is talking about here is this new era. He's, and that's what I think we're the age of pouring out. This is the this time of pouring going out. Going from the age into. of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Yes. You are what I am all about. And rivers of living waters will gush out of your innermost being. Mm -hmm. But it says that then in his notes, he says, um, John records how Jesus witnessed the eighth day, the great and final day of the Feast of Tabernacles. When according to custom, the high priest, I get this picture, the high priest would draw water from the pool of Siloam with a golden jar, mix the wine and the water, and then pour it over the altar while people would sing. That's the pouring, that's the age that of Aquarius the of the pouring out. Wow. I know. That's that's awesome. <laughs> so, so everything that Jesus did in his ministry was pointing to today. You want to talk about an honor to be living in this day? And honestly, when people say, I wouldn't want to bring a child into this world right now, they are deceived. This is the most exciting time in the history of mankind. Which then it goes on to say that um, Gahon, which derives from Geha, which means gushing forth, like an eruption, also of a child coming forth from the womb. Mm -hmm. So again, like the earthquakes, or er, um, yeah. not volcanoes. Earthquakes, volcanoes. Volcanoes. Yes. And earthquakes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You can't make this stuff up. This is really <laughs> happening. <laughs> this is that. Yeah, this is really yes. happening. Yeah. 
And that's what I say there. When you start to get this revelation, God's filling you with the um, reality of what's happening, mm-hmm. that gushing stuff. I mean, Amen. which then I might as well finish what he, yeah. the last part of this, because it ties in with your revelation. The pool of Siloam as the source in the city of Jerusalem mirrors your innermost being. When Jesus speaks of waters gushing forth out of your innermost being, he says that you are the city. You are the bride. God's redeemed society. And, and this is Revelation 21, 2. And I saw her in spotless magnificence, the holy city, the new Jerusalem, descending out of the heavens, having been fully prepared as a bride and beautifully adorned for her husband. And then he puts in quotes in total contrast to the symbolic religious prostitute, religious prostitute city of Babylon. Wow. So... That's what we were going to talk about tonight. <laughs> wow. The, yeah, yeah. The Revelation 17. And we talked about it some last week, and it's another one of those deals that I kind of stumble through it. And actually, I'm thinking, God, can this really be real? Because it, it's the harlot that it's talking about. And at the end of 17, it says, and this harlot is the city Babylon. Mm-hmm. So, but here's what, and I, I think, I don't remember what I pointed out last week, but here's what I want to everyone to realize. In our revelation, we're going to find our Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our beginning is truly wrapped up in this and it's being revealed right now. Mm-hmm. And what I want to point out in Genesis or in revelation, there is a bride and there is a, There's a groom, there's a bride, and there's a harlot. There's the three again. So was there in Genesis. And actually, you don't see that. And and when when we're talking about harlot, this and that, this is not about man or woman. This is about us as we were created on the sixth day, both male and female. There are... There's one meaning in Hebrew to the word male. There's actually two. If I'm reading Strong's right, female takes you to two different meanings. This is how we were created in the image of God. It's actually what a cross looks like. Male had one job. (laughs) Remember, remember God told Adam what to do and what not to do. Of course, the women were multitasking. <laughs> well, but, but wait a minute. The, the point I want to make out, the point I want to make, it is shown as a man and woman, but he is showing by way of that male and female. In those two, he's showing what's in you. Yes. And he says, you have to be created with a choice in order for you to be like me in my image. Because if you wasn't created to choose to be in my image, I mean, you are created to be in my image. But if you didn't have a choice, you would be more like an angel than you would a free will person. And this is the makeup of us. And now that's being shown in the book of Revelation. There's a groom, Mm -hmm. there's a bride, 
and there's a harlot. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I'm I'm saying that at the birth of the church, he restored a language that had become Babel in the time of Babylon, mm-hmm. right? It, it well, the language became babbled in the time of yeah. Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. The birthing of the church in Acts, he restored that language by way of the Spirit. That's us as a baby. He says, in Revelation, you now have become mature. And he says, by way of your spirit language, you will destroy the city that was Babylon. That's a fulfilling of time. And now what you will see is that this city, Babylon, in the garden, it was a tree. It started as a tree. It was known of knowledge of good and evil. Revelation, okay, in, in Babylon, it become that the city or the system of the world, the source of the world. See what I mean? Now in Revelation, it become this city that now it's actually referred to as a person. Yeah. Wow. See what I mean? And he says, you... The revelation, everything being revealed. He says, you, by way of the spirit, you'll destroy that city. Mm-hmm. You'll destroy that system. Mm-hmm. Now there will be one city. Just like there, if, if you went back, you well, it's revealed here. Genesis 22, 21, 22, in the city. Revelation. And, Re- and Revelation, what did I say? Sorry. Genesis. Genesis. You're using Revelation. Revelation hand, but you said Genesis. <laughs> I get a little excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. I just get a little excited. In the new city, it's referred to as a city, and yes, it's real, but actually it's real in here too. In that city. There's the pure river that flows from the throne. Remember that pure river that flowed out of the kingdom mm-hmm. of Eden mm-hmm. into the garden? Mm-hmm. It's flowing clear, clear through mankind. Now it's flowing from the throne. Listen to this. There's one tree. It's called tree of life. Mm-hmm. grows on both sides of the river. The tree of knowledge of good and evil by way of maturing in the spirit. We've now rooted that up and we said that's not even there anymore. And that city's not there anymore either. Mm-hmm. Now the bride is pure and spotless. Mm-hmm. And now he says, I can present myself to you because I washed you with the water of the word and now you are pure. You are without spot or wrinkle. Mm-hmm. That's what we're entering into. Wow. That's wow. the time that we're moving wow. into. <laughs> wow. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. This is a new time. Amen. Amen. How exciting. Amen. 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 Wow. Good job. Jesus. We take it. Ta-da. Ta-da. That that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very good at the landing. It's just, there it is. (laughs) 